Good morning. You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. Thank you for joining us today. We are excited that you're here. We're thankful for you, and we look forward to sharing God's Word with you today. We're starting a new series about why is God's Word relevant to us today. Tanya, God's Word is alive and active in us and is relevant to us today. Wouldn't you say so? I would. I'm even going to start with Scripture coming from John chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Amen. I was thinking of that scripture. So how can the Word not be relevant to us today? Because the Word is God. And, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. So Tanya, the Word is God, and the Word comes from God, and He gives us grace and truth. I, I can't imagine not having His Word and having His Word alive in us. I feel the same way, and I love it on the days when I'm really needing answers or direction, and I can open up my Bible, and I can find God's message to me in yes. scripture yes and we're going to talk about that and give some examples of how you can do that how you find direction and guidance from god's word do you ever read god's word and hear him speak to you occasionally um, especially when i'm being a little more stubborn than normal yeah i can really sense that he is really trying to emphasize a particular scripture Got that today. So. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, I can't wait to hear. But before we get started, we want to invite you to sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, grab hold of Jesus, and He will bring the Bible to life for you. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come before you today thankful and grateful that we can turn to you and we can turn to your Word and we can know what you have on your heart for us. Lord, help us to remember that the Bible is our source of truth. It reminds us of the things that we forget and the guidance that you send to us. So Lord, let us find our way today as we go through scripture and reflect on the very goodness of you. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen, amen. So we said in the opening that God's Word is active in us, is alive in us. And I really find this to be true because it's not just words on a page, but when I read the Bible, it's almost like I can hear God speaking to me and, and showing me some things. And there's a scripture from Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. It says, God's Word is also active and powerful and it's sharper than it, the sharpest two-edged sword. Have you found that to be? That I way? have. I truly have. There are times when only Scripture could give me peace. And Scripture can do that. Scripture can. Peace. That, and that's what we're, a lot of us are looking for today. In fact, the other day you mentioned that you found direction from reading God's Word. Well, I did as well. I was debating. You know when we have that debate with ourselves. What should I do? Should I do this? Should I do that? And we go back and forth and... To the point where we just get confused. We really do. That was me. And so I found a scripture. I opened my Bible and found it in 1 Corinthians 
chapter 14, verse 33, that said, God is not a God of confusion, but of peace. And Tanya, when I read that, it was like a new peace flooded my heart. And I just felt like God was giving me that message that keep trusting Him. I didn't need to be all confused. He didn't want me to be confused. In fact, that does not come from God, but He is a God of peace. So I felt His peace right then. Well, I have to tell you a funny little story about the scripture I'm going to share with y'all. A couple of weeks ago, something came across my desk, something within my timeline. I couldn't tell you, but I took out a scrap sheet of paper and I wrote down Hebrews 10, verse 36, New Living Translation. I didn't write the scripture down, but it had an impact on me a couple of weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, you have those days when it's just not going well, especially between my ears. We've talked about that before. I was having kind of a tough time, and I was really struggling. Should I ask this question or should I not ask this question? Should I pursue this direction or should I not pursue this direction? I looked over on my desk. So I'd moved that note from my office desk to my bedroom desk, and that scripture was laying there. And today, I needed it. And this is what the scripture is. Yeah, read it, please. Patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that He has promised. That sounds like God speaking directly to you. So what do you need, Tanya? Patient endurance. I do, and I need to just quit trying to fix it Mm -hmm. and meddle in it. I need to leave it alone and let God work it out. Yeah, as women, we want to fix things. I mean, we just do, and we want to have that control. And He's telling you just to let Him work it out, that He will help you. You know, He gives us messages through His Word. And that's, an, that's a great, great example. I have a friend who's trying to make a decision about maybe going on a particular mission opportunity, and, and she wasn't sure, and she asked a lot of people to pray. I prayed with her. A lot of different people were praying. And she said, she finally said, Okay, Lord, if you really want me to go, just show me. Give me a message. So she opened up her Bible, just opened it up, And it landed on Isaiah 6. And specifically, she had written some notes in her margin, and it directed her to this verse. And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then I said, Here I am. Send me. And so that was like, Okay, Lord, I hear you loud and clear, and I will go. Send me. It was that confirmation that she needed to make that decision. And so I just love how God will speak to us through the Bible. He really does. He speaks truth and grace. He really does. Um, a couple of scriptures that, that stand out for me. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 6. In all your ways submit to Him, and He will make your path straight. You know, when, when I'm trying to do things my own way, and really maybe not at all towards God's way, I'm reminded of this scripture. Yeah. Because He will, when you delight in Him, He will give you the delights He has for you. And sometimes we have to be patient for those. Mm -hmm. Have that patient endurance. Yes. You know, Tanya, there's so many promises in this Bible, but then there's a lot of actions that we must take. So I want to give you an example, because one of my favorite chapters in this whole Bible is Philippians. 
that Paul wrote, and I really am encouraged by Philippians. There's been a couple of verses specifically, um, chapter 4, verse 13, that says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And this scripture really became a, was a promise um, to me, and it became a promise for my son, who actually would go but way back to when he was in kindergarten. Um, he was asleep in his bed, and we had used a humidifier. He was having a stuffy nose. A lot of people use them. And he had that humidifier right down, and we had it you know, right by his bed. And in the middle of the night, about 1 o'clock in the morning, the smoke alarm goes off in my house, you know, real loud. It just alerted me up. I'm like, what in the world? So my husband and I were sleeping downstairs. Our children were upstairs. Didn't smell anything. I'm just like, but I walked upstairs to check on the kids. And Tanya, there was a fire right beside my son's bed. A fire. I mean, the humidifier had caught on fire and flames were coming up near like we were seconds away from it actually catching fire on my son's bed and you know don't even want to think about that so grabbed him we were able to get that fire out it was just a few flames grabbed our daughter in the other room she was a baby at the time brought them downstairs and I was just like oh my goodness thank you Lord for for that smoke alarm thank you for alerting me and warning me so then it gets better well the part that that gets better is that the only way our son could go back in his room to sleep was by teaching him that scripture Philippians 4 13 he wouldn't go in there he was scared and I don't blame him we had to to sleep with him a lot in the guest room and then finally he said okay I, I might can do it but I'm not sure but then we just we started teaching him this scripture and we would say that over, and he would say it over and over and over. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And Tanya, after that became a scripture that he came to his heart, he was able to start sleeping by himself. And, and this took time. But I'm telling you, we tried so many other things, and it wasn't until we had him memorize that scripture that it came it goes back to what we always have to do first. Go to God. Right. Go to His Word. Mm-hmm. We go there. There's no other stops needed because right. He's going to give us what we need. Right. We thought of other things like, you know, if you do this, we'll give you, you know, we try to do some other self-help ways to get him to sleep. But it wasn't until, like you said, we relied on God and His Word. And so what we're telling you folks is there's power in this Word. This word not only is active and alive in you, but it's use, it's useful for teaching and training. And it's God-breathed. All scriptures breathed out from God and divinely inspired. And when we study it, we can find it relevant to our daily lives. We can. Romans 15.4 shows us that for everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through endurance taught in the scriptures and encouragement, we might have hope. That's a great scripture. And we all need hope right now. So where do we get our hope? From God. Through the scriptures. He gives us this daily hope. You know, I, we've encouraged people to get in the Word. It's so easy just to start your day in the Word. Just pick up, you know, a devotional or just pick up, and the Psalms are a great place right, to start. Right, right. And just maybe read one Psalm a day. 
There's also a version app on your phone. I know oh, you yeah. use that. I use that. I use that, and it has a daily verse for the day. And so just getting you in the Word and thinking and meditating on God's Word. Going back to Philippians, Tanya, I was going to talk about the fact that there's a promise that God gives us, but we have to do something first. So listen to these verses from Philippians 4, and I'm going to be um, in verse 4. So 4, 4. So if you want to open your Bibles to Philippians and, and Mark chapter 4, I'm telling you, chapter 4 is so rich, and I, I love it, and we can learn so much for it. We can learn so much in it. So it starts out, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. So Tanya, we're supposed to rejoice. Yes, we are. We're supposed to praise God in all circumstances, even though it can be hard, but rejoice. And then it tells us, the Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. So he's telling us, don't be anxious about anything, but what do we need to do? Pray, Pray. about everything. And then what happens? The promise, the next verse says, peace will come to you, which surpasses all understanding, and it will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So the action, we rejoice, and we don't be anxious about anything, but we pray, and then we will get that peace. Remember we talked about peace. We did, and I'm all about peace, and there are a couple of scriptures that come out of Psalm chapter 119, and I'm going to start with um, verse 105. Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light to my path. Very familiar song. Mm -hmm. I'm certain those of you that listen have heard that one. But I also like verse 11 out of that same chapter. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. So when you read these scriptures and you take them to heart, it just empowers you to be that much better mm -hmm. for God mm -hmm. and let your light shine. Right, because his word is a lamp to our path yes and a light and the reason the word is a light is it it almost it like illuminates our life like what we need to do um it, it encourages us like you said earlier gives you hope and shows us the way sure. the way we should go gives us direction promises especially when we're lost or not finding mm -hmm. our path mm -hmm. so what about the power in the Word? You know, I've always been told that there's power in the Word. What power are we talking about? Well, the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit helps us interpret God's Word. It's different reading the Word if you don't have that empowerment of the Holy Spirit showing you what the Word means. The words... When I read the words years ago, when I first opened my Bible when I was younger, I didn't really get some of the... Well, I didn't either. I mean, you know, I was like, what does this mean? I don't really I understand. It and, yeah, right, right. But, but I, I just... Didn't well, I didn't either. It wasn't until I started realizing the Holy Spirit will help me interpret this. So what I'll do is, Lord, help me, show me through the power of your You're Holy Spirit. You're asking for wisdom. Right. What you want me to learn from what you're, what I'm reading here, and He will do that. 
The Holy Spirit of God helps us interpret His Word. He, can, he convicts us through His Word, encourages us through His Word, and communicates to us through His Word. And you know, Tanya, we can trust, we can rely, and we can live by the wisdom in it. Definitely. Yes. So let's, let's saturate ourselves in the Word and illuminate ourselves through it. Mm. Going back to your verse. Well, in Proverbs 35... Chapter 30, verse 5, every word of God is flawless. He is a shield to those who take refuge in Him. So when we seek Him for wisdom, and the Holy Spirit helps us interpret that, mm -hmm. wow, there's a lot of goodness right there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and speaking of the Spirit, one of our primary functions in this life is more than just being the person you are, but it's to love and worship God. And when you find yourself in the scriptures and you find yourself asking spirit for help, you will learn how to navigate more easily. I know here lately when I've been struggling with some things, I keep reminding myself, pray in the spirit. Yes. The word tells us to do that. God tells us to do that. He does. He does. And it reminds me of a, a story, and I really, I don't know it well, but I'm going to kind of paraphrase it. There was this eagle who got caught up with a snake mm -hmm. and didn't know what to do. So finally, he carried him up in the air and he let him go in the air. When we do that with our worries, our concerns, our challenges, the Spirit can do so much more with what we want to happen when we're grounded in the Spirit and in God's Word. Beautiful example, and I totally agree with that. And it reminds me of a psalm that David wrote, and it's Psalm 31, Into your hand I commit my spirit. Now, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's fairly lengthy, but mark Psalm 31 and go back to it if, if you want to read this. I'm going to just read a couple of parts because it goes to what you were saying, Tanya. Listen to these words. In you, O Lord, do I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness, deliver me. Incline your ear to me. Rescue me speedily. Be a rock of refuge for me, a strong fortress to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. In your name's sake, you will lead me and guide me. You take me out of the net they have hidden for me, and you are my refuge. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord, faithful God. Oh, I love that. So David is asking the Lord to help him, and he's saying, I commit my spirit to you, O Lord. You've redeemed me. I'm yours, and, and I need your help in another verse make your face shine on your servant save me in your steadfast love and then this whole psalm ends with probably a verse you're very familiar with 24 be strong and let your heart take courage all you who wait for the lord ah, back yes. to your patient endurance so we can have that strength that we talked about in philippians 4 13 we can have courage that we've talked about, and, and we can have um, patience if we wait upon the Lord. We truly can, and I'm going to go back to something some of you may have heard me talk about before. I have a couple of pages that are kind of my go-to scriptures mm -hmm. that just kind of keep me grounded, where I'm not completely opening my Bible, but I'm certainly opening my mind and my heart to hear what God has to say. 
and my list starts, the Lord will fight for you. You mm-hmm. need only to be still. Exodus 14, 14. Be still and know, Psalm 46, 10. For nothing is impossible with God, Luke 1, 37. Pray continually, 1 Thessalonians 5, 17. And follow me, John 21, 19. These are just some Mm-hmm. that are on my little pages of paper that I'm sitting here holding. Mm-hmm. But when I need strength mm-hmm. and I don't know where to turn, these are my go-to scriptures. And don't you feel the Lord is speaking those to you? And, oh, and, yes. And you can go to those and know that, oh, okay, everything's going to be okay. I'm going to trust God. These are the words that He's telling me. Yes. He will fight for me. He will fight for yes. you too. Amen. Divinely inspired. So what are you looking for today? Are you looking for peace? Are you looking for joy? Are you looking for help with decisions? Are you wanting God to be your refuge? Are you needing help with someone to help you carry your burdens? What is it that you're looking for? Look in this Bible and you will find the answers. God will speak to you through these these pages and He will promise you peace. I want to go to... The Mark 4, where Jesus calms a storm. There's a story there about Jesus and the disciples. Because, listen, folks, we've talked about a lot of different scriptures and a lot of different ways you can be close to God. But there are going to be storms that come in your life. But even though you may face a storm, we have promised peace through Jesus Christ. So let me go into the story where Jesus calms a storm. On the day when evening had come, Jesus said to his disciples, Let's go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was. And there were other boats were with them. And there was a great windstorm that arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat so that the boat was already filling. But Jesus was in the stern, and you know, Tanya, he was there asleep on the cushion during this storm. And they woke him and said, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Because here they are, they're in this storm, and Jesus is with them, and he's asleep. And he awoke and rebuked the wind immediately and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And then he said to his disciples, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Jesus, folks, will calm that storm. He wants you to trust him. He wants you to get in the boat with him and not be afraid when the storms come, knowing that they will come but that you have promised peace even in the storm with Jesus Christ right there. Keep that faith. Don't let what you see around you stop you from having that trust that we're talking about and that faith in Jesus Christ. And remember that He may not calm your storm, but He will calm you. You may still continue through a raging, maybe a horrible time for you, But God can give you peace when nothing else will. And He speaks peace 
to you. Peace, my brother. Peace, my sister. Come to me, all who are weary, and I will give you rest. For my burden is light and my yoke is easy. Come to me. Don't worry about what you're facing. Like that eagle who dropped the snake. Drop those problems that you have. Give them to me and I will take them from you. He can carry us so much further when we stop working on our own timeline, our own will, our own actions. Many times our action is to let God work it out. Sometimes that's the hardest part of the whole process because God's changing you in that process. I know I've been changed. I know He's still working to change me. I've got some stubborn traits that don't get away easily. But He is a diligent God who wants to find you in a place of peace. Amen. And here are some reasons why you can trust God if you are still struggling. Let me give you some reasons and some things. Think about these. He will never leave you or forsake you. He knows your needs even before you do. Indeed. And nothing is too hard for God because He promises consistency in your life and you can always count on His Word because God sees the big picture. He does. And you have to remember that. Because it's not just what we read, it's not just what we see or what we feel, it's where is our faith. And so I would like to kind of close with this thought from Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word about Christ. Amen. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your messages. Lord, we hear you. Send us, Lord. We hear you. Speak to us. Our ears are open and our eyes are open to see what it is that you have for us. So Lord, thank you for your word. Your word is active and alive in us, sharper than a two-edged sword. And Lord, we appreciate and thank you for this opportunity to share with our listeners what is on our heart about your word. And Lord, may your word be real and relevant to each and every one of us that's listening today. May we pick up this word, this manual for life, and trust you and read the words on this page with the power of the Holy Spirit who will help us interpret the words and cling to you. Lord, we love you. We trust you. And we praise you for it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life, Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcasts. And remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2022. All rights reserved.